and welcome to the Book of James on Stress to the Nines. Through September 10th, we'll be examining this New Testament letter, which talks about the ways in which we apply our faith to our lives. We'll also examine the question, why did Martin Luther call this an epistle of straw? Stick around and check it out. Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Stress to the Nines. So good to see you on this Tuesday, September the 7th, as we continue our journey through the book of James. This will be our last week in the book of James, so I'm taking suggestions for what you would like to cover beginning next week. We'll stick with a book of the Bible. If there's one that you're interested in, post it in the comments or shoot me a message, and we'll certainly consider it because there's no plan beyond Friday as of yet. I will make one starting Wednesday or Thursday. So that's your deadline if you would like to have input on where we go next in Scripture from Revelation to James to, hmm, could be anywhere. But today we know where we are. We are firmly in chapter 4 of James's Gospel, and we're going to read verses 13 to 17. Keep in mind that almost everything James writes is about how to live as a Christian. And today's reading will be no different. So let's listen to what he has to say. Come now, you who say today or tomorrow we will go to such and such town and spend a year there doing business and making money. Yet you do not even know what tomorrow will bring. What is your life? For you are a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes. Instead, you ought to say, if the Lord wishes, we will live and do this or that. As it is... You boast in your arrogance. All such boasting is evil. Anyone, then, who knows the right thing to do and fails to do it, commits sin. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So a lot happening here in this little passage from James. First of all, pastorally, when he says, For you are a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes. Uh, That's cheery and uplifting and certainly a thing thing that you want to say to people to make them feel great about their lives. But what James is doing is putting things in perspective. This notion that we have some sort of control over our future or our destiny is one that is an illusion in many ways. Certainly these past few years have made that abundantly clear to us if our lives prior to them had not. And what James is specifically attacking here are the ways in which one plans uh, and, and schedules and and does work to make money as a purpose. He starts out in verse 13, come now you who say today or tomorrow we will go to such and such a town and spend a year there doing business and making money. For James, the idea that the purpose of any of our life's pursuits would be about making money was sin. The purpose of our life is to do God's will and that includes even our lives as workers, even our work to gain money, even our desire to gather wealth and accumulate comfort. These things, while appealing to us, are not our purpose. And so James concludes this with anyone then who knows the right thing to do and fails to do it commits a sin. In our current world today, and certainly in our country, making money is seen not just as an ends to a, a mean to an ends, a means to an end. I'm sorry. It's not just as a means to an end, but as an end of itself. 
oftentimes the ways in which we accumulate wealth, the ways in which we make money, are divorced from our discipleship as followers of Jesus. This is not to be so. Of course we should make money, of course we should earn a living, of course we should put food on our table, but our relationship to money and the ways in which we make money should always be subservient to our faith. The ways in which Jesus calls us to live can certainly be compatible with income and a career. Paul, for example, was a tent maker. But Paul never for a moment confused his job as a tent maker with who he was as an apostle of Jesus. What James is reminding us here is that we don't go around thinking, well, I'm going to go over to this town and make, start a business and make a bunch of money. We're thinking about things the wrong way. First, we're imagining that we have more control than we do. And second, we're imagining that our purpose is contrary to what it actually is. Going to such and such a town and opening a business and making money is never our purpose. Going to such and such a town and following Jesus is our purpose. Underneath that umbrella, we live out our career and the rest of our lives. So once again, James is challenging us and particularly challenging those of us who live in a society which places such a high value on money and material possessions as signs of success, wealth, and happiness. Any of us who have spent time in church know that these things do not ultimately bring us happiness, nor do they bring meaning to our life, nor do they often help us fulfill our jobs as disciples of Jesus, except insofar as they are tools to help our neighbors. So, lots to say from James this morning, and certainly lots for us to think about in our current culture and context today. Let us pray. Holy God, we ask that you would be with us today, that you would bless us in what we do. We ask that you would guide us, help us to be good neighbors, help us to be humble servants, help us to live selflessly. We are grateful to you, grateful for what you have done for us. We ask that you would guide us this day through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Okay, gang, that concludes our Stress of the Nines for this morning. Tosh will be back tonight, and I'll see you tomorrow. Don't forget, if you have suggestions for where we should go next, send them to me. Until next time, peace. Thanks for listening to Stress to the Nines. You can find more information about First Presbyterian Church at our website, onepres.org, or follow us on Facebook. There's also an adjacent podcast called The One Prez Pod, where you will find sermons and special content. Thanks for joining us today. Peace. Hello and welcome to the Book of James on Stress to the Nines. Through September 10th, we'll be examining this New Testament letter, which talks about the ways in which we apply our faith to our lives. We'll also examine the question, why did Martin Luther call this an epistle of straw? Stick around and check it out. <laughs>